stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning. Well, no, good afternoon, everyone. See, muscle memory kicked in right here. Welcome to episode 491 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Thursday afternoon, June 30th, 2022. If you were paying attention last episode, we did mention we were shifting our recording dates around for a little bit. So right now, our temporary new home, and we'll see how long it sticks, is going to be Thursday afternoons. Times may vary a little bit, so keep an eye out on the Twitter account, things like that, to know what's going on. So yeah, this is strange. We haven't recorded one of these in an afternoon ever. We've done a few evenings in a lot of mornings, but I don't think ever afternoon. So bear with me. I'm a little rusty. I'm Chris. I haven't, I haven't done an afternoon podcast in ages, but I think we'll toss things over to, to my other hosts. Uh, Willie Nelson's with me. Do you do afternoon cast? Hey, that's me. How's everyone doing? How about you? You doing good? Glad to see you, Jeff. Don't be such a Jeff next time. Jeff. And returning uh, this week from his... Uh, Hiatus, Mr. Anthony Bachman. I am not a Jeff, but I am back, bitches. <laughs> back. The, the trio is back. We're all returned. We're here. We're all awake because we're not podcasting right after we wake up. I don't have a cup of coffee right next to me because I don't need one at 4.30 in the afternoon. I mean, I kind of want one. Maybe it's because I have <laughs> problems. I just got off work at overtime. I have two coffees. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I only worked for four hours a day, and I had three cups of coffee, so <laughs> I'm probably caffeinated enough would be the way to look at it. Probably. I'm not yet. We need more. I mean, you you know how there. we need to start this podcast, though? How do we need to start it, Willie? With a spoiler for Bachman. A spoiler for Bachman. What do you Bachman, got for us, then? Have you, you, have you beaten Uncharted 1 yet? No. All right. Are you, are you still making your way through it? I'm like 80% through. Okay. So, spoiler for the second one. The best <laughs> character in the entire series, Jeff the Cameraman. Jeff the not, Cameraman. Not that right. Jeff. Jeff, calm it down. Yeah, not Jeff. you. Jeff I was just thinking, though, sometimes I am Jeff. Because, honestly, I finished the tome for DBD. So, since I got through all 70 levels, I went ahead and bought the archive, even though I wasn't going to get it this time, because it wasn't that great. But, yeah. if you have... A thousand Oryx cells, and you've gone through the seventy levels. If you buy it, you get a thousand Oryx cells back, so it's kind of worth it at that point. And now I've played a couple matches as Jeff because he has his Hollywood video outfit that was in this archive, which I actually kind of like. Jeff Johansson rocking the "I work at Blockbuster" outfit, but they did it in purple, so it's not Blockbuster uh, colors. Yeah, I actually like that outfit. It's actually kind of cool. It looks like Jeff works at Hollywood Video or Blockbuster. And as a child of the '80s and '90s. I, I, I dig it. I miss video stores. Uh, I miss being able to look at the tapes on the shelves. I do, oh, but nice. at the same time, there's something to be said for the convenience of, I want to watch that movie, so I just pull open the Real Good app or whatever app you might use that tracks what service has what, and type it in and find out if you can subscribe to it, because you already have that service, or if you just want to pay the two ninety nine to rent it from iTunes or Google Play or something like that. I kind of no. like that. Now, I like the environment of the video store. That was always fun. I enjoyed shooting the shit with people talking about movies. That was fun. And nothing really quite compares. You could sort of do that in like mom and pop video game stores to an extent, but there's not a lot of them that are left in. Yeah. And see, I used to love like I never I never felt bad that Netflix killed Blockbuster 
because Blockbuster killed all the mom and pop video stores. It's true. So I, w- I never felt bad that the corporations got destroyed. It's like you guys came in and destroyed every mom and pop video store in the world first. So F you. And like I literally used to go to a mom and pop video store. That Robot Jocks plastic poster I got, I've had that since I was 10 from Movie Magic Video in Nampa, Idaho. That was a retired couple that bought a photo mat. And then, like, restocked it and turned it into a little tiny video store. And they just rented VHS tapes. That's what they did in their retirement because they liked movies. And so I was one of the neighborhood kids that would show up all the time and rent movies. And after a while, they knew, like, my mom didn't care about, you know, age requirements for horror films. So, like, even though I was, you know, 10, 11, 12, they'd let me rent R-rated films because they knew my mom was okay with it. Nice. And it was just a mom and pop store. Like they weren't worried about getting in trouble because they knew their customers. They were the ones running it. They were there all the time when it was open. I'd go rent three or four movies and bring them back. And like when they'd get new posters, they'd give me their old ones. My whole room in high school that was covered in posters, most of it was from posters I got from that retired couple. And to me at the time, they felt like they were in their late 80s. They were probably in their mid 50s because I was 10. And so, you know, Age is always different when you're much younger. But yeah, I loved going to that place. And I don't know, does the convenience factor these days is great. You can literally type in where can I stream it and like you can find almost anything. The only downside of that is you have to know the name of the movie you're looking for. And sometimes you just walk into that video store and you'd see something on the shelf like, what the fuck is that? And you sure. look at the box art and you literally judge a book by its cover because that's what draws you in. To, let's be honest, the covers of comics, the covers of books, the covers of movies, and now it's that thumbnail. It's that thumbnail, you know, in your streaming service that can either get you or push people away, depending on the design of it. And so, yeah, I like there are movies that I know I watch simply because the box looked cool. And so I'd fl- you'd flip it over and read the back. What's this about? What's what's this crazy ass drawing? What's this weird ass photo? Yeah, you so don't really have that the way you used to back in the day. You can sort of replicate it with apps in some cases. Like I use, I have an Android TV that I do my streaming on primarily, but I think the app also exists on Apple TV and maybe Roku and Fire TV Stick. I'm not sure because I haven't checked on my Roku and I don't have a Fire TV Stick anymore. But there's an app called Real Good where Real is spelled like a reel of film, R E E L, good. And what you can do is you can create an account on that site and basically say, hey, here's all the streaming services I have and here's what's active. And then you can go on there and be like, I want to watch Batman and it'll bring up the results for Batman and it will filter it to the streaming services you have or what is free also can be included in that. And if you say, hey, I want to watch that for some apps, it's set up so that you can literally just click the play button and it'll automatically launch that app and start playing the movie. Not well, all apps hmm. will do it, but it, well, the ones they partner with. Yes. Chris. Well, other than the uh, clicking on the thing, it just starts it. Uh, I mean, you could just put in a title of a movie and put streaming. Yes. Or you just put in the name of the movie and, we'll, and you click on it, it'll show you where it's streaming. Right. And the Google search results will do that, things like that. But what I was going to get to with Real Good also Ooh. is when you bring up a movie there, like it tells you, it has like links to trailers to it that's embedded in there, who all's in it, what movies are similar. And once it started to learn the movies you've watched, it starts making recommendations because everything does anymore. But I've actually found it to be a pretty good service for putting everything in one place. And it's also kind of cool as you can make your watch list, especially for TV shows and be like, Hey, I'm watching say last week tonight on HBO. I'm watching daredevil on Disney plus I'm watching star Trek, strange new worlds. And it will basically make a queue of all the things you haven't watched. So if you click it and launch it from there, it's then going to mark that watched that you've completed the most recent episode of strange new worlds. So in theory, if you lived in that app, 
you could have it curate your feed based off of all of the shows that you watch to tell you what is new and what isn't, which is kind of convenient for some things. I don't need a robot to tell me what to watch. I'll choose what I watch when I watch. Well, it's not picking for know, you. It's just giving you the options. So, I mean, and that's something that's really tough. We've talked about in this show before that in this world, there's 10,000 streaming subscriptions and trying to keep track of everything yeah. you want to watch is a pain in the butt. Like, I'm behind, for instance, three weeks on Star Trek Strange New Worlds right now. Not because I don't like it, but because I had other stuff I was watching and I had other stuff that got in the way. Like, life gets in the way sometimes and I haven't had a chance to watch it. So life it's kind of... finds a way. It also mm-hmm. finds a way. Uh, life finds a way to get in the way. So it's kind of cool that if... I've stopped using it because it became overwhelming because I got so far behind on things. But it was neat for a while to basically have that queue in real good where I could be like, okay... Here's all of my new stuff that I need to burn my way through. And then it updates based off what I watched through the interface. Or you can go in there and be like, okay, I'm caught up on last week tonight and just mark it completed. For instance, it'll update your unwatched queue. So there is some cool stuff like that that's out there. Real good doesn't pay us. I don't even know if they have advertising connections with podcasts and stuff like that. So this is just me saying, hey, this is a service I've liked. Feel free to give it a try if you guys want. I mean, it auto logged me in with a Google account, so that's nice. Mm -hmm. So we don't know if they do, but you know who does? Raid Shadow Legends. (laughs) (laughs) They'll sponsor anything but this podcast, apparently. You sons of bitches. And after all the money I spent on that, yeah, that's how we get them as sponsors. We call them sons of bitches. You see, it's free planning. You see, just like uh, when we played Dead by Daylight, Bach. Remember those nights when we were just like, come on, find mm-hmm. us a match, you piece of shit. And as soon as well, you yeah. shit talk it, that's when it finds you a match. It looks Usually, like, hey, yeah. you can't talk to me like that. I'll find you a match and show you. Oh, and there's so much reasons to talk shit about DVD right now. <laughs> uh, actually, I do have a question about that. Before I do, I have another question that's preemptively from previously what we talked about mm-hmm. concurrently before we got to this point i'm just saying words now my brain um, so uh-huh. uh one that was the plan <laughs> so one uh would you kill still call something a board game if it doesn't have a if it's not really a board if it's like a table like mostly cards would you still call it a board game just it for depends. simplicity like i w- if it's something that literally has no boards whatsoever i would call it a tabletop game fair enough i mean is anyone really going to argue with you say board game i bring this I mean, up because not really because like yeah, because sometimes if you go to play a board game, you pull something out of a box and put it on a table. Even if it doesn't necessarily have a board, I don't think anybody would argue that it wasn't a board game. So one of my favorite things is uh, I have uh, the Blockbuster uh, game. I've the board seen game. it. Is it good? Okay. I almost bought it. I mean, it's if you have friends and oh, uh, play it with friends. them. like. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, in real life, Chris they got friends. Only weed. I got no friends, man. I can't but, play I this mean, game, man. And it also kind of, I, I, I'm great at fucking movies. So, like, uh, the whole point of it is, you have a whole stack of cards that has like different movies in. That's like, you know, different. I don't get what the point of you that. You just is. said you're fucking movies. I'm very curious. Oh, <laughs> it's called porn, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so pretty much it has a list of names of movies in there and pretty much you have to choose whether or not you want to give clues or one person on the team because it's a team based game, two teams. Uh, you either choose to uh, say one line from the movie and hopefully they get it, uh, uh, act it out, I think, and char- which is charades and then just a one word thing. And, and um, I, I put in for charades. Let's see if you can get it. Let's see if you guys. I think my impersonation was great. It was like, 
for the audio listeners, I'm scrunching my face uh, and I'm squeezing my nips. Cable guy? No, uh, uh, meet the parents. Yeah, that's it. Uh, meet the parents. Because he's trying to do a De Niro while saying, I have nipples, Greg. Can you, Can milk, you milk me? me? Yeah, yeah. You see, yeah. you got it. Yeah, that, someone, that was the greatest clue I think I could have got for it. And someone <laughs> did. Someone got it? Nice. Yeah, nice. you just got it, too. Well, I mean, yeah, but I wasn't De Niro actually playing the game right now. Yeah, that De Niro face is... Good, it's pride. It's, it's a thing. It is a thing. And then the other thing I wanted to mention, I wanted to go, oh, yeah, but the best thing about the Blockbuster game is that it comes in a case... That looks like a blockbuster VHS, like uh, you know, the case that comes with the VHS tape. It looks like that. It's a little bit bigger, but it's. I was like, yeah, just for that, you got me, Target. You got me, Target. They've had it on mm-hmm. sale too, because I almost bought it when I saw it on sale, and then I was like, I got enough board games I haven't had a chance to play right now. I'm not buying another one. I, I got it in the olden days, you know, the pre-COVID days. The pre-COVID days. Yeah, this. I was looking at this the on, olden times. on Target's website. I want to say like a week ago. So this is pretty and easy. the other thing I want to ask um, to go back to Dead by Daylight, uh, Bachman. Mm-hmm. I've heard rumblings, some rumors. I don't. I I want to believe it, but just oh, how I know what you're going to talk about. I don't know if I can believe it. They're saying there may be a second. Uh, uh, they're bringing back the Stranger Things chapter and the purchase. If you didn't already have it, hopefully that means Hawkins too. And there's going to be a new chapter with new characters from it with uh well i don't think saying his name is going to be a problem with spoilers for strange no. things but what vecna uh, uh so i've heard back and forth on like the the twitters for that's where i'm mostly seeing stuff on the dbd community and it looks like there's there was a leak that was faked but there may be actual talks because allegedly, remember, we said that um, for those that don't know, you used to be able to play as Steve, Nancy, and the Demogorgon well, in the Hawkins can. Lab. Oh, well, yeah. those those were all part of the of one DLC package for Stranger Things in that in a DVD. Netflix pulled them and canceled their contract with Behavior, so all that stuff was removed from the store. All the perks were changed to be generic perks. For the nine perks available for those three characters, and if you know if you hadn't already bought those characters and all of their costumes, it was out of the store. You couldn't get them. So right now, supposedly you can't buy any of that stuff. Even though I guess there was a DLC sale on Steam, and a bunch of people were like, "Well, the one of the Steam sales is dead, or is a Stranger Things. So let's grab that now while we can." So I think there might have been a mistake there, but all of this was because allegedly. Stranger Things was going to have their own video game made by Netflix. Netflix was going to get into the video mm-hmm. game market. We've heard nothing since we reported that like two years ago. And they pulled Stranger Things from DVD. Those of us that already had bought the DLC had the characters. We didn't lose them, but the Hawkins map has been gone. We have yeah, had to play it. the Hawkins map for like a year. And yeah, it actually was a pretty cool map. Um, the rumblings are that there are talks, but I have seen nothing where it's actual solid fact. It's literally just DVD leak accounts talking about it. But there's a possibility of a return to Stranger Things to DVD. And if so, if it were to come back, that Vecna might be added as another killer and then possible and? more Stranger Things you know, characters as survivors. Yeah, I heard Joyce Myers is uh, one of them. That's what I've heard. Yeah, uh, I mean, but there's I, so many options, too. Like, the fact that, like, you know, if they could do... The the cho- the 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 scoops ahoy, uh, Steve's uh, friend that works there, the female having her as a legendary Robin. character, yeah, Robin. The fact My, that we don't uh, have a legendary skin as Robin in the scoops ahoy outfit to run along with Steve is kind of sad. 
And like it would it would suck to be one of the locked legendaries that net or that uh, DBD does because I hate their locked costumes. But like we need Robin in the game. Like if you're going to have Nancy and Steve and Steve's in his Scoops Ahoy outfit, we need Robin in the Scoops Ahoy outfit. Give it to us. You know, we want it. But, but yeah, uh, so it's all rumblings. I've seen nothing that's actual factual. Um, some people were saying that I think uh, uh, Polyester, who's a big streamer, had looked at the NDA and there was stuff in it where people would say, like, oh, this was a leaked NDA that was real. And like inside the NDA, there was like falsified addresses that didn't match up with the you know, behavior's actual address, the actual address for like Netflix headquarters. So it looks like everything that was leaked on that is 100% false. But the the rumors still continue that Netflix and behavior are in talk. So I, it's possible. I have my fingers crossed. I hope it happens because, yeah. yeah, we need a hopper skin. We need like a Joyce Myers skin. There's like there's 19 characters from Stranger Things that I would play as in Dead by Daylight if they would let me like they I could do a skin for every it. damn character from that show and it would be awesome. So. Yeah, uh, it's, really it's all over and conjecture it. at this point, but I, I hope they do come forward with it and do something because, yeah, we haven't seen anything about a Stranger Things game. I think Netflix did like maybe some mobile crap, but like oh, I'm about to get to that. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing anything where they're making the type of money they'd make on you know DVD skins, where you got us out here paying ten bucks for a legendary skin. Yeah, so I want to believe it, I really do, and I hope I'm wrong about being saying it's not. But uh, yeah, Netflix has been a dickhead. They pulled all everything that had video game related on any console or anything. They pulled it. You can uh, like the they had a Stranger Things for season three like game that was on switch they pulled that shit too along with the uh the dbd thing and yeah, it's uh, too stranger things is one of the few contracts that fortnite doesn't have an ip for fortnite's got damn near everything in there you got everything from my little pony to marvel but there's no stranger things in there uh it's, i think yeah. you can access that game though the stranger things game if you open up the Netflix app on your phone and the mobile version is on there. They have already have some mobile games that you can access through their app. I think that's how it is. I never tried it, so take that with a grain of salt. But I think I saw I saw something like, oh, that's where it is. Really? Netflix? That's how you're releasing your gaming division is on mobile through the app. Well, you gotta remember in you the Asian it. market, the mobile app, like that's where DBD is getting a ton of money now. The, the Asian market in Korea and China where people want to play as like trickster. And because there's in DVD, you got a lot of, you know, Asian forward characters between the Ringu thing, the trickster uh, DLC. Oh, you mean you K-pop Joker? K-pop <laughs> Joker. I mean, yeah, there's what, I mean, between the killers and survivors, there's four Asian themed, you know, DLCs that have come out for behavior through, through dead by daylight. And if all that's playable on the mobile app, apparently it's doing well because, DVD mobile keeps, you know, making them money. Yeah. So how is that? I, I never even, I keep forgetting that's a thing to be honest with you. Yeah. I tried I mean, it once and I was like, yeah, I'm good. A lot of the gaming that's done in China is done on mobile phones. So that's where, I mean, that's why China. they specifically did DVD mobile. The yeah, only thing got, good about China is that it rhymes with North Carolina. <laughs> but I was saying, you got a lot of players over there. They only play on mobile. They're not, they don't have a PlayStation. They don't have an Xbox. They don't have a PC. They're playing on mobile, and a lot of them are putting money into DVD mobile, and so that keeps being a thing. As long as that, you know, is a revenue source, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of Asian influenced DLC, which we've already had, which some of them have been really cool. Oh. Some of them, oh, yeah. eh. I don't really like them. the Prickster, but I like Sudoku. The re- the Ringu girl is creepy uh, as hell. She sneaks up on you. None of the <laughs> none of the none of that stuff though is Chinese though. It's all Japanese or Korean, right? 
I think the ring's so. Japanese. Oni and Spirit are both Japanese. Japanese. And Yoichi is Japanese. Yeah, yeah, from the ring. Yeah, everything from the ring is Japanese, right? And I think Feng Min is Korean, but Oh I yeah, think... I forgot about Feng Min. Yeah, Feng Min, the Feng original. Min. Yeah, I don't know. She could be. I don't and know. I, I don't I know. Think... Laser Bears, right? Isn't that the name yeah, of the Laser team Bears, she was I think on? it's supposed to be a South Korean team. And then yeah, you've got, you know, the Trickster and um Yunjin. Isn't Yunjin his uh, music music producer? I think they're supposed to be Korean so. as well, but yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's why I mean he he's definitely yeah. K-pop. If I've ever seen a K-pop, he's K-pop yeah. Joker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So they've got you know Asian Asian based characters where like they're you know I mean they may not be actually Chinese, but I think it's as close as they've got as DVD has gotten so far. So I mean those characters seem to be popular in China on the mobile app, so they're making money with it. They're going to stick with it. Fair enough. Actually, and here's also a little bit, uh, a lot of tangent, because, uh, yeah, DVD is a, but uh, here's a tangent for, uh, if you're watching the show live, and you want to, uh, I have a dark joke, so let's foreshadow that, oh. stay for after the show, and I'll tell that dark joke. Ooh. I'll say, Chris, get ready with that mute button. <laughs> after the show's over. After the, the show. show is the over. That's it, is not, it is not for the show. That's Ooh, fair. it's not a live show joke. It's too dark because yeah. it's too dark outside. Look how dark it is. Look my how dark Stan, it is outside. Darkness. My man, my man Stan, the Barbro Sicar, doesn't want to hear it. So I'll have to cover his ears. <laughs> Are you pointing at a pop? That is a sideshow collectible of Stan Lee. That is the Sicar Barber. Oh, that's yeah, that's cool. sweet. Oh, I can make it out now. Okay. I can. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've now my got my. Only so big, man. I've got my row of Watchmen statues up now, finally. So I've got Ozymandias. We got Dr. Manhattan, the comedian, and the owl. But yeah, they're all in front of a bunch of comic books, so it's a little hard to see them. I know you weren't supposed to like them, but comedian's probably my favorite. Yeah, you're not really supposed to. Yeah, I mean, except for the whole rapey thing. That was. I also enjoyed how he was Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the movie, because anything with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I'm going to like. I was going to say, yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's great at anything, whether you're supposed to like him or not. But before we pivot into the news of the week, did you guys see that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is supposedly in talks to be in The Boys Season 4? I can't he needs wait. To be. I can't wait. He like he and Kripke, Eric Kripke, the showrunner, work together on like Supernatural and other stuff. So like yeah. they're friends and they like working together. So he's like, yeah, I got to do this. Well, I'd kind of I'd kind of hoped originally that he was going to be Stormfront because I thought they were going to go more along the lines of the comic book. And then I they love what they did. Female instead, version though. of Stormfront. Yeah, no, the female Stormfront was great. And so like, well, he doesn't work for that. But it's like there's so many other crazy characters in in the world of the boys that they could have Jeffrey Dean Morgan play. Like it's. It's just kind of a toss. It's like, just get him in there because he's great. And yeah, especially now, his, his son, Dean Winchester, is in the show. We got Soldier Boy running around, so it'd be hilarious to bring the Winchesters back together again for one more show. Yeah, I do have to say, before we transition to the news, The Boys gets better with every episode, I think. Yeah, Despite the fact that I thought I knew what was going to happen in Herogasm. Oh, what I expected you can't be prepared. didn't happen. No one can prepare you but for Herogasm. I, I still can't believe that they got that much from the comics and the debauchery of herogasm mm-hmm. on screen. And I did find out that Amazon didn't have a standards and practices group. And they kind of had to develop one after the herogasm episode where they kind of drew the line at, <laughs> yeah, we, we can't actually show a person fucking an octopus. So that was CGI that they did after the fact they weren't allowed to do it on well, no, set. You can't, yeah. You can't harm an animal. Yeah. Even if it's not 
uh, like harmed so the it, way it was a it was a puppet harm. on set that they then CGI'd and they go <laughs> if you're looking at it there's really no way he could actually be hitting any hole on it or something to that effect is what came out it, it was absolutely nice. hilarious if you get a chance uh, follow oh. the boys account on Twitter and they've been doing a bunch of behind the scenes stuff and it's been yeah the absolutely stuff they're showing is amazing all right so I'm glad absolutely. you brought my news of the week can animals consent <laughs> <laughs> um. I did not return for this, Billy. Live from the ATG and studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. It's that part of the show where I hit the button and pretend Billy didn't talk as we transition to the news of the week. It's where we run down what's in our minds. Some of the most interesting, uh, geekier, nerdy news to have popped up here in the past week, 10 days or so, and share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date. I'm going to kick off with my news first, and we're going to talk about the Halos. We know how much Willie really loves this franchise. Is it more the show? Did it fuck up Master Chief? I, I don't know. I haven't finished the show. I need to finish. This is about no, Halo Infinite, the game. So for those that aren't right. aware, Halo Infinite's been out since, what, November, December of 2020? Wait, they came out with a new one? Yes, Halo Infinite's been yeah, out for Halo a while. Halo Infinite. And they made, the, <laughs> they made the multiplayer free also, which was kind of cool on both PC and Xbox. Okay, I'll agree with that. That's pretty cool. So, and the campaign, if you have Game Pass, of course, is free, but you can also purchase the campaign that's been on sale in various places. But a lot of people were annoyed, and rightly so, because one of the fundamental tent poles of a Halo game has been cooperative play and being able to replay missions, none of which exists oh, no. in the current incarnation of Halo Infinite. So you no play replay? the campaign one time and then it says, no, you're locked out. You can't well, ever play the campaign. That any is other correct time. because it's an open world ish game. So you're still left in the open world. Now, why do I bring this up? Mm. Because 343 Industries had mentioned that things that will get added to the game later were the ability to replay missions, to have cooperative play with your friends and things like that. I would argue those are things that should have been in the game to begin with, but we've talked about on this show before and I think others have too, that a lot of development, especially for games that came out in the past year or so was problematic due to COVID-19 and split workforces and things like that. So obviously they were behind. And even though this game was delayed a year, could not include all of the content that was expected. Now, brief aside, I will say I really enjoyed the Halo Infinite campaign. I thought it was a lot of fun and maybe I judge it less harshly because I have game pass. So I didn't shill out any extra money for it. I can't tell you whether yeah, paying, well, paying 60 pass. bucks for it may have changed my opinion. I still think I would have said I had fun with it and I've gone through and played through the campaign a couple times now and it's fun. I enjoy the open world they've developed. I enjoy being like, I don't want to go do missions right now. I want to go free uh, human forward operating bases and stuff like that. It's a bunch of fun. But why I bring this up is it was announced today. So this is timely news the Halo Infinite players will be able to try out campaign co-op when 343 Industries' test period begins on July 11th. They're doing a beta of cooperative gameplay. It'll be a 10-day event right. running July 11th to July 22nd. So the question is, how do you get in? Well, it's open to anyone that owns the Halo Infinite campaign or who has a Game Pass subscription, meaning if you have Halo Infinite, you can play. The catch is, I think you have to sign up to be an Xbox Insider, which takes five minutes online, which puts you in their beta channel to get mm. beta stuff. No, I refuse. They have said that the launch of the campaign co-op is expected later this year. Both Cooperative Campaign and the level editor called Forge Mode, that has been around for a while, have been delayed a few times. We still don't have an official release date on Forge Mode. 
Now, according to this news story, I'm getting this from Polygon.com. You can find it in our show notes if you want it yourself. They say you you won't be able to try this out on your current Halo Infinite save. To access the beta, (gasps) players must download a new campaign test build and start fresh. No progress carries over from your original save, and progress will not transfer back to your original game either. The full campaign will be accessible via online co-op with up to four players. During this period, players will Hmm. also be able to replay Halo Infinite campaign missions with a new feature called Mission Replay. Now, when I first read this, I was like, oh, you bastards, I have to start over from scratch. But then I realized, oh, wait, if you're going to test this new feature, you don't want to screw up my current campaign file. So it sort of makes sense that you would be downloading a beta version of the campaign, logging in, starting your progress at stage one, so they don't have to worry at this stage of it about importing your game and carrying all that stuff over for cooperative gameplay. I would not be shocked if when this launches fully, they do allow you to start cooperative campaign, cooperative gameplay rather from your current save file. But I think for testing purposes, they've probably made their lives a bit easier by saying, yeah, you all are starting from scratch. And I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing if you've got a bunch of people that beat the campaign and have kind of stepped away for a while. I'm like, hey, I'll come back when co-op comes into play to start from scratch because I don't know about those guys. I'll be rusty because I haven't picked up the campaign in probably two months at this point in time. No, I mean, it does. Yeah. Like. It does sound like kind of how the way, you know, DB does their uh, DBD does their PTB, which is the public test build where anybody with a PC has access to it, but nothing you do on the public test build because it's beta gets saved. So they make a they make a basically a shadow copy of your account the day before the test build goes live. You download the beta. It moves your information over, but then any you know spending of blood points, any changes you make when the when the beta is done, it just erases all that and your game file goes back to normal where nothing continues over because you know they're testing out a beta. So mm-hmm. I, it does kind of make sense. They don't want to mess with it while they're still not sure if it's going to work the way they want it to. So one thing to keep in mind is previous versions, if you joined in a co-op game, your progress didn't really advance with the game, with the primary person's co-op progress, rather. Excuse me. Um, they had some information here on an interview that they did with the principal software engineering lead Isaac Bender and the lead world designer John Mulkey about it. I'm just going to read real quick something from the interview with Mulkey where he says... One of their software leads is a bender? <laughs> evidently. Mm. He goes, this is one of the areas I'm really excited about. The goal going in was to allow everyone to play their campaigns together. That meant that all progress made in the game, regardless of it being through solo or co-op play, would be retained. I could be playing solo campaign, jump into a co-op session for a, four, for a few hours, then launch back into solo play... All the mission progress, acquired collectibles, equipment found, achievements earned, and upgrades made in either session would remain intact. Gone are the days of playing someone else's game while earning new pro- no progress. So that's potentially part of what they're testing here. And you, again, add more complexities to yourself. It's like, okay, we're going to open the beta with everyone's different states of the game they're in. And shit's yeah. going to go real weird. <laughs> or, yeah, if you've got, yeah, someone that went through and unlocked everything, killed everybody and did all of it, and then they're joining in with their buddy who has played for one hour. Yes. And you're trying to even all of that out. Yeah, that could be problematic. Or I guess, yeah, if you have everybody start at zero from the jump, and then you try to match, you know, keep all progress saved with people going in and out of multiplayer playing solo... Yeah, I mean, I can see that's a lot of hurdles they got to get through to make that work the way they're saying they want it to work. 
Like that, that's not easy programming wise. The picture they paint of what's going on here is it means any unlocks you find in co-op are retained in single player. So if you're having a hard time collecting a skull in the game, you can get a friend, you can go start a game with a friend. And if they collect it while you're in that session, you'll get it too. Or you can work together to get it because for those that aren't aware, skulls are like the hidden Easter eggs or things in the game, the collectibles in game that you can get allow you to modify the game to do different things. Like one of my favorite ones that carried over through the first four Halo games was the birthday party one, where if you headshot at a grunt, you heard a child scream, yay. And it was just confetti that blew out (laughs) of the top of their head. Nice. It was one of my Um, favorite ones. Are they human skulls or alien skulls that you're collecting? Yes. Uh, they look human enough. I'm not 100% sure that that means they're human. Okay. All right. So that'll be interesting. I'm also really intrigued that you'll be able to replay any mission through the tactical map as well. So it could be like, oh, I really want to go back and replay Mission X. I love that. Which the current way you do that is you start a new campaign file and get to it, and then you can replay it, which is problematic if it's a mission you really like at the end or anything yeah. like that. So. I'm curious to see where they go with it. I'm really intrigued, though, to see when this officially drops out of beta and becomes active, the cooperative gameplay. Because my wife, for instance, is like, um, I wouldn't mind playing the game, but I don't want to play it by myself. So I was like, okay, well, we can co-op it. And her brother also has it, too. So I was like, well, at the very least, you can put the three of us in a squad together and squad up and have some yeah, fun. Because squad up cooperative Halo is some of the most fun I've had in console gaming going back to halo 2 i remember squatting up with my friends to play i remember when halo 3 came out my buddies and i were at the launch at gamestop at midnight we went straight home (laughs) and did a cooperative gaming via xbox live so that we could beat the entire game that night and it was a ton of fun and we kept doing that on higher difficulties to collect all the skulls and stuff afterwards so cooperative gaming in halo is like part of its part of its base nature so to have it coming back i'm really excited well and the way that they then yeah launching without it is kind of weird that the yeah, co-op in halo wasn't like uh, yeah that was always kind of a base feature you wanted to especially at least with two people you want to be able to play together and just run through and shoot grunts it's a little strange to not have that as an option yeah it's weird <laughs> that things don't come out that often with couch co-op anymore yeah couch co-op's kind of gone away and yeah. like i mentioned part of the problem that we saw with a bunch of games is games have evolved into game as a service. So you'll get the first installment of it and then we'll drop extra pieces when they're ready, which I guess is good for customers because they'll eventually get it all, but it's probably even more hellacious for the developers because it's like, oh, we got the game done. Oh shit, we're into crunch on this stuff that was supposed to be in the game that we couldn't (laughs) get done. So we're just going to keep crunching. So I think it cuts both ways. I think it also lends more power to a customer be like yeah i'm not buying this game yet because it's not the full game and holding off and buying it later which may affect the profit of the game because when a customer buys it say six months later when you patch in this core capability it's probably not 60 bucks brand new anymore you hope it's yeah remember when games (laughs) came complete yeah hey you know what did it the best i mean the absolute best recently in the last couple years i think came out four years ago God of War. No DLC. It was all in the game. Uh, and it was just, that is the game. It was great game. You yeah. didn't have to worry. Sure, there's patches to fix, like, you know, little minor things, but that was about it. And it's a game that they let slide mm-hmm. right until it's ready. But there's rumors going around again that I think on two weeks ago, we had talked about that gotten debunked about God of War Ragnarok sliding right. And now those rumors have started up again. The God of War Ragnarok mm-hmm. might be sliding right. 
Here, oh, yeah. Here's what I, I know. I hope it does. It, it'll come out when it's ready. Yeah, yeah I, I hope care. it does. I don't have a PS5 yet. I can't play it, so I don't want it to come out yet. You hold off and you make it good. I think well, they yeah. do it. Then yeah. fuck everyone else. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, Bachman, I do have a new motto in Dead by Daylight. I know I'm going back to it. Uh, fuck randoms. <laughs> oh, if you're in a match motto? with one other person or two other people and there's a random or two randoms, uh, we're getting out. We're leaving them on the hook. We're uh, fuck altruistic. We're just getting out. That's a new motto. Fuck random. Fair Pretty enough. Sure DVD should sell that as a T-shirt in their store because, yeah. <laughs> uh, please contact me for royalty rights. Well, well they're going to say they came up with that before you did, I'm betting. Oh, that's a big 10 for no, because I'm going to I'm gonna say I did it. I did it. Uh, it's yeah. right here, right now. It's uh, pinpointed at this moment. At uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, <laughs> June 30th, 2022. If you could provide proof that you came over there before then, fuck off. <laughs> On that note, we've wrapped my Halo news by talking about Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Goddamn <laughs> right. Fuck randoms. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on over and see. Uh, hey, Bachman, what you got for us? I got some Dead by Daylight news. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. All things good and Dead by Daylight, I swear to That's God. That's right. Well, I'll start with my one little short thing. So there was a little pop-up I saw on um, uh, Hollywood Reporter. Uh, They got a resurrection happening over there. Michael Bay resurrects Platinum Dunes and signs a first-look deal with Universal. So after uh, having done uh, the action movie Ambulance for the uh, Universal Studio, they've now got a resurrection of Platinum Dunes. And I'm wondering if it's a good or a bad thing because... Platinum Dunes gave us the Friday the 13th remake that had uh, Jared Padalecki in it. <laughs> Best no. line in the whole movie. Best no. line. You have Fair enough. nipple placement. That was such a weird line. But it was, it wasn't a, that one wasn't a bad remake. The Jason in it was, you know, a different actor. It wasn't Kane Hodder, so that part oh, sucked. Yeah. But the overall, that film wasn't bad. But at the same time, Platinum Dunes gave us the Jackie Earl Haley Freddy, which was. Not Freddy Krueger, not a good Nightmare on Elm Street, but it had some cool ideas in it, like the the micro sleeps, like the idea that like you've stayed awake so long that your brain just is slowly shutting down, and like you see the kid that plays Quentin, like he's like watching Freddy run down an aisleway at him, and like he's falling in and out of sleep. Like there were cool ideas in there, so I don't know. The return of Platinum Dunes, I think it's good and bad, but they're gonna throw money at like non-currently used horror IP because that's what Platinum Dunes did. So, I don't know. If Platinum Dunes is coming back, you guys think it's a good or a bad thing? I, I don't know the IP, so I have no... It all depends on how, what they do with it. Like, like Friday, or not Friday, Nightmare on Elm Street remake would have been better if Freddy was innocent and this is his revenge. True. That could have worked. That would have so, been yeah. so much better. So, from the article, Bay created Platinum Dunes with uh, Fuller and then partner Adam Andrew Form. In 2001, the company went on to establish itself as a purveyor of slick horror movies such as remakes of The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, and A Nightmare on Elm Street, and then the franchises The Purge and we- uh, Ouija. Did they do multiple Ouija movies? I knew they did all the Purge ones, which those were good. We're talking about horror movies. The, I know nothing. I'm man. waiting for the yeah. sequel where the brother comes in and it's a Luigi movie. It's a Luigi here. Awful. Uh, let's see. Luigi's found, the best brother. Fuck off. 
So, yeah, the latter two, the Purge and Ouija, were made for Universal. The, it found new levels of success, critical and financial, when it made the John Krasinski-directed A Quiet Place films. So those were Platinum Dunes. Oh, yeah. Companies' movies are gross over $2.7 billion at the box office. Fuller and Form left Dunes in 2018, and then Bay went on to form Bay Films. And then Fuller and Form split in 2020. Dunes previously had a first-look deal with Paramount, and most recently was set up at Sony, despite the disappointing box office for April's Ambulance which starred Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaha Abdul-Mateen II and made $51 million worldwide. Universal was happy with the movie and with Bay and is keen on continuing with the good vibes. So now they're getting back to a partnership with Donna Langley, Peter, Jeff Schell, and the entire team on Ambulance was a good experience. I can't wait to work with them on excited projects in the Platinum Dunes pipeline, said Bay. So Bay's got stuff that he's already planning on working on. So I mean, hell, if it gives us more Purge movies, I'm down for it just for that. Is the last one any good? Yeah, the last one. What was like, it called? What was it Purge Nation or whatever? Uh, or was it no. Texas? No, it was Purge. Yeah. Oh, God. I can't It wasn't Purge Nation, but it was something similar to that. Something like that. But, yeah, it was good. We Yeah, we rented that one. Uh, me and It's Jenner on HBO huge. Max. I know that. Yeah, it's just on HBO Max. And, yeah, we are huge fans of the Purge franchise. Like, they've done so many good things with those movies. Like The third one, and, though. And for, like, well, yeah, but like, for low-budget horror films that are based on, you know, a national day where murder's okay and, like, everybody can murder whoever they want. Like, they've done some really cool concepts inside those films that are really well done. And there's been some good acting and, yeah, some some schlocky, just crazy, you know, murder scenes. But, like, I mean, for, for a franchise, for what they've paid for and what they've made on them, like, it's really a good, you know, ROI where, unlike, I'm sorry, but, like, what were the one paranormal activity? Nothing happens in those movies. They did five of those movies and nothing happens. And it's a steady game. I think they did five now and they're awful, but they kept making them because it cost them like $12 to make them. And they'd make 200 million domestic because people would go see them. Like nothing happens in that whole movie. At least in the the purge movie shit happens. Like those people getting killed all over the place. At least they're interesting. But yeah, so we're probably going to get more Purge, probably going to get more just anything that... If there's an IP out there of a horror film that's not locked down right now, Michael Bay and Platinum Dunes are looking to pay $12 for it to see if they can redo it, slap a shiny coat on it, and try to make some money. Whether yeah, it's good or bad... Halloween. Well, I mean, they won't be a part of that, but... Oh, yeah. I know. I'm Halloween, what's the last one? Halloween Ends? Halloween. Oh, the next one coming out? Yeah, because it's Halloween, Halloween Kills, I... and Halloween Ends, right? I don't know. I still say that the, the, the sequel is still a stupid name. Just Halloween is still dumb. Yeah, well. Come on, Danny as, McBride. As someone who just watched, you know, what should have been called Stab 8 and really is Scream 6, but was just called Scream oh. or Scream 5. Like, kiss my ass. The fact that they just called it Scream, I hate that. I fucking hate it. Yeah, But dumb. they're the ones that came up with the new rules for the requels which works so perfectly in that movie when it's explained by the Randy, like, family character. Villain? No, because it's, it's, it's Randy's niece and nephew. So, but it's still a fill-in for Randy is what I'm getting Well, at. yeah, it's the fill-in character for Randy Meeks who gave us the original rules in the Scream film. So, yeah, the, Good old James his, Kennedy. Yeah, his niece and nephew in, that, in the new Scream movie are just fantastic. And the way they explain the rules of horror franchise sequels that aren't reboots or remakes but they're requels because they have legacy character it's freaking ridiculous and i loved it and yeah the new scream is awesome yeah that's all i had for platinum dunes and then we had a little bit of news for dbd because we got new stuff up on the ptb we just ended the sixth anniversary 
which uh willie did you finish off the the two weeks and get all the pieces for your dredge and your uh hattie um i didn't complete the bottom part but the top part where the community i did all the community that's all i really care about community challenges yeah which and it was cool again because this is one of the ones i do like when they do the events this way they did it back in halloween uh, they did it this time for the anniversary. This was the sixth anniversary of Dead by Daylight in-game. And so they did it to where there's a current tome archive happening, which is their version of a battle pass. They added in a new mini tome for two weeks that had community challenges where playing killer or survivor, people could contribute their points towards you know getting uh, gold emblems for doing certain things, kicking generators, finishing generators, healing people, all sorts of stuff. And then because of you doing that, you'd get you know fragments towards the current rift that's happening. You get blood points to your account, and you could unlock cosmetics, which was cool. Because, yeah, I got a brand new Hattie and the Dredge are the two newest DLC characters that just came out like three weeks ago. Oh, like they're right? Yeah, they're not that old. They came out right before the anniversary event, and so they put a new costume for the Dredge and a new costume for Hattie inside this event. So if you were already working on the Archive Tome, you wanted to get the fragments anyways— and this actually helped me get to level 70 on the tome and complete it. And along the way, I got extra cosmetics on top of the ones I was already earning in the battle pass, which is kind of a nice way when they do the extra event. I like how they set that up to where you get experience points towards basically two battle passes at the same time, where a lot of other games is like, oh, if you're working on this, you can't be working on that. And so the way the behavior has done this, they've done really well. And then they did do uh, the update for the PTB came out yesterday. I went in and looked at it. And so they made a lot of huge changes to gameplay, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to go over all of them other than like they updated. Uh, it takes 90 seconds now for a single survivor to do a generator instead of 80. So that's gone up. And then they've changed how bloodlust tiers work. Uh, Killers kicking a gen now does more damage to the generator and knocks it down. What is it? Uh, 2.5%. And then gener- uh, killer's actions are faster on the PTB. And then they made a change to roughly 40 perks in the game, including uh, we're going to live forever and barbecue and chili will no longer have blood points associated with them. One of the big reasons that people use the David King perk, we're going to live forever and try to get four tokens in match for unhooks and safety hits was if you did that, you doubled your score. And so if you earn 50,000 blood points during your match, and you were also running We're Gonna Live Forever and got four tokens, you walked out of that match with 100,000 blood points. And then on the killer side, same thing, barbecue and chili. If you got it at tier three, you get a token each time you hook somebody for the first time in the match, which meant if you hook all four survivors, you get four tokens, you just doubled your score. As a killer, it's fairly easy to earn 100,000 blood points in a match, which meant with barbecue and chili, bam, you got 200,000 blood points coming out that match. And this is a game where there are now eight pages of perks for survivors seven pages of perks for killers and to get like every killer and every survivor every perk in the game it's it's a number of math i can't even do of how many billions of blood points you would need so it's a grind it's a hundred billion no i have no idea I, i wouldn't doubt it it's something close to that but so what they've done is they've removed that because they're doing a new progressive system where if you go into the game and you've never played anybody and you have nothing unlocked on anybody and you take your Dwight character up to level 50 and then you prestige him, it used to be that you got a little bloody cosmetic and then you lost everything. You lost all your items. You lost all of your offerings. You lost all the perks you'd already learned and you restarted over at level one and you had nothing except your new bloody cosmetic. 
with the new system, which is the big deal change that they're putting in this week that's on the PTB, and I checked it out. It looks kind of cool. Some people don't like the profiles, whatever. It's all cosmetic shit they can fix. But the important thing is now when you hit level 50 and you prestige, those three perks that Dwight has, you no longer unlock them in tiers 30, 35, and 40 to where they're teachable and available in everybody's blood web. Now if you prestige him to level 1, every survivor you own has all three of Dwight's perks at level 1 without having to buy them, without having to go get them in the shrine or in their blood web, they just have them. So then, if you prestige your Dwight three times, all of his perks are available on every survivor you own at level three. So you don't have to buy any of Dwight's perks on any survivor ever for the rest of the game. If your Dwight is prestige three, and your Meg and all the other characters that you like, and the all the characters you like with the perks that you like using, if you have them at prestige three... You could go buy a new killer like Hattie that just came out. And with the new system, the moment you buy that character, every character that you already have at Prestige 3, the moment you buy that survivor, they will have all of those perks at Tier 3 available in their loadout from the moment you buy them. And you don't have to spend any blood points to level that character up just to make them playable, which we used to have to do. According to the math from what we're seeing, they're saying that this is going to take about 75% of the grind out of Dead by Daylight with the new prestige system. Along the way, you're still going to be able to prestige characters, but also there's now a prestige cap instead of being prestige 3. The new cap is level 100, or is, uh, prestige level 100. So you can prestige a character a hundred times now. And along the way, there's going to be a different achievements that you get. For the first three, you get your perks unlocked, tier 1, tier 2, tier 3. And then at Prestige 4, 5, and 6, you get those same old bloody cosmetics. And then they haven't really told us what you get going from level 7 through 100. But you now have the option of prestiging a character up to 100 times to show that that's the character that you really like playing. And then those are now going to be where we used to have levels or blood ranks that told you how good the characters in the matches were that you played against and with. Those are now going to be the numbers that pop up. So you could be in a match with a Dwight like our friend Willie here, and it'll probably say something like, you know, Prestige level 17 on his Dwight, because that's probably going to be the one character that Willie ever spends blood points on until he gets him to 100. But yeah, so it's it's definitely, it's it's a huge change. It's one that a lot of people are super excited about. I've gone in and gone through and actually prestige the character through level 50 now and seen that you don't lose anything, which that's the best part of it, is you don't lose offerings, you don't lose items. Because there are event-specific items. There are cakes from each anniversary event. This new event, you had Frightful Flan. And so I have a Nancy on my PlayStation that has 188 Frightful Flan. And if I were to press seizure right now, I just lose those. They go away. And you those get rookie numbers. I thought my 188 was pretty good. I got like 200-something on my Dwight. Well, I also was doing my clown as well. So I've got the combo of the two of them has a fair amount. But yeah, there was someone online on DVD's Twitter account that there was uh, it's a, a Meg account and they've got something like 1300 flan on their Meg and 1300 on their Blight. So there was someone out there that earned 2600 flan during this event. The flan is the equivalent of a bloody party streamer, which is the best bonus blood points you can get in a match. But now also we shouldn't need them as much, but they're they're fun to collect. And now when the new thing comes out, hopefully next week. If you prestige your characters and level them up, you get cosmetic items for them and you no longer lose anything. So everybody that I know is really excited for those changes. The changes to the 40-some-odd perks in the meta, not so much. But we don't know how that's going to work until people actually get to play it. 
So I'm I'm excited to see what they do with the meta changes because also we're getting a baseline borrow time for every character with a speed boost off the hook to try to stop killers from camping. Everybody gets a five second you can't be hit uh, off the hook without someone having to have borrowed time, which that is going to be good because anything that can stop camping and tunneling this game needs to be done because it is freaking ridiculous how awful some killers are at this game and just will hook someone and then stand there in their face and then as soon as they get unhooked, hit them, hook them again, hit them, hook them again, and then go on to the next person. Some people call it a play style. I just call it being a douchebag. Because it means you're awful at the game and you're making nobody have any fun. But yeah, the baseline barbecue or the baseline borrow time that's being installed looks like it's going to be a really good change to the game. And then yeah, there's some other changes people don't like. Like Dead Heart is now just dead. It doesn't have a it doesn't have a speed boost to it anymore. So yeah, there's a whole lot of people complaining about some of the changes, but we'll see how the meta shifts out because you change 40 perks in a game that has 80, you're changing a lot of the game. So the PTB right now. There's a whole lot of people trying stuff out and trying to find new builds and see how the game's going to change with the longer times for working on the gens. So DBD is going through a massive change right now, and it's going to be fun to see how it shakes out in probably the next two to three weeks. They butchered my my most OP perk in the game. Which they one? Butchered it. Spine chill. Yeah, the you don't have because you don't get the speed boost anymore through Windows, right? Oh, I didn't give a fuck about that. I'm not going to lie. It's just the. Uh, it's just you know when the killer's looking at you. I think they're making some changes from what they already announced for it. Used the they were going to change it to if the killer has line of sight of you. Yeah. Like, so if they're behind not, a wall and looking your way, it doesn't count. Only yeah. if they have a direct line of view to you. Yeah. I it's think only they changed it. Now. If if they're looking your way and you're in their terror radius, I think they're changing. It, I thought I heard, but I could be wrong. Maybe yeah, because I remember the original update. It was yeah, spine chill. Getting notified within a 36 meter range if the killer is within range and is looking at you with a clear line of sight. Your speed while repairing, sabotaging, healing, unhooking, cleansing, blending, opening exit gates, and unlocking is increased by two, four, and six percent. I thought they took then, that away. No, they add that's still in there. That well, that's what's on the PTB right now. And then the effects of spine chill linger for 0.5 seconds after the killer looks away or is out of range. So it actually has a linger effect now, which it didn't used to have. But yeah, it, it, that one includes the clear line of sight. So that's what's currently in there is they have to be looking at you. Where Spine Shield used to be, if they were looking in your direction, it could be through three walls. But if they were looking at you, where you are in the game, you got Spine Shield. Yeah, so that is a huge change. But yeah, they changed 40 perks in a game that has 80 survivor perks. So the entire meta is going to be shifted in DVD. And two weeks from now, the whole game is going to look different. And I'll be honest with... When I play killer and every person I'm going against is running D strike and dead hard and iron will, it's just boring because everybody's running the same perks and they're running those because most of the killers they run into are camping them and then tunneling them. I've so I know why they're those perks. Yeah, never but I use them really. I know why people are running those perks, but honestly, like I've seen when I play killer, the majority of survivors I face are running two out of three of those perks. They're they don't running. need to nerf D D S D uh, decisive strike. They don't need to, because there's a yeah. place. Because to counter it, all you have to do is not tunnel. That's it. Yeah, but also you got to remember the killers can't see how many hooks they've hooked on who they've hooked, because that information isn't provided to killers, which it should oh, yeah. be. And then, that. if you have four Claudettes all wearing the same outfit as a killer, you have no way of telling the difference of them until you change their health state on the left. That's fair. I guess I don't play scummy like that, so... Yeah. But just, I know I've actually 
accidentally tunneled somebody because it was two or three characters wearing the same outfit. Well, and people do him. that to yeah, people do that to play as teams. I understand that. But then when I get hit with D strike, I'm like, well, that wasn't the Claudette I was trying to pick up anyways. I'm trying to go after the one that did the unhook, not the one that was injured, you know, and then you end up downing someone you don't mean to. So, yeah, it's I mean, it's a problem in the game. And uh, the changes to D strike aren't too bad yet. Like the fact that I think it doesn't work if the exit gates are powered anymore. So you can't D strike somebody and then run out the exit gate anymore, which I do kind of like that because people would body block, get you to hit them. And then you go to pick them up, and then you there's nothing you can do to counter it, and they run out the gate, and you're just screwed as a killer. So that's kind of annoying. I see what they're trying to go with that. But it's just, yeah, with 40 perk changes, like it's going to be insane to see what the actual meta shifts out in two weeks. So lots of DBD changes that Chris don't care about. I tried playing the game. Back. Never got into it. <laughs> that's my news of the week. Cool. Mr. Nelson, what you got for us? Oh, I can just do some real quick news for you. I Marvel's The Avengers The Game uh, may uh, pr- uh, di- uh, di- distributed by Square Enix, uh, made by Crystal Dynamics, had a new character come out, Jane Foster. Uh, uh, I think, uh, what do they call it? Fa- Fostor, I think I've also heard the name. Also, I The like Mighty Thor and Lady Thor, she's been called yeah. online as mm. well. But uh, yeah, she has since come out, and I have played it for a bit. And yeah, it's a it's a new character. It's a it's an Echo character. It's just another Thor. <laughs> this game, I don't understand yeah. what what they're doing, why they're choosing the characters they are, and I why does this game did, not have? Oh, go ahead. Did you get Spider Man yet? I can't remember. Yeah, I, already, I, I already played through. Yeah, okay, I couldn't uh, remember if it was out or not. That, uh, honestly, oh, yeah, it came out uh, the. The December or January. The, the biggest mistake I made is I bought this game for like seventeen ninety nine on the GameFly used sale. I played it for like <laughs> six hours, realized it was a grind fest, I didn't care for it, and then three months later they put it on Game Pass, and I went shit. I could have saved twenty bucks. <laughs> well, I mean the single player is still fun. Play through that. Stop there. Don't play any of the multiplayer bullshit yeah, they got. Maybe there's... I just I actually cleared it off my hard drive because it was one hundred and twenty gigs of space that I wanted back. So maybe I'll have yeah. to reinstall so, uh... it at some point. So when I was doing the 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 uh the Mighty Thor, that's right, right? Yeah, the Mighty Thor. When I was using her. Uh, I was just I was playing with a buddy, and we were just using the quick play, which gives you ten percent extra XP and resources. I was like, okay, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Some of those missions were, hey, you start in this room, you go to the next room, you open that door, go to the next room, kill those. Hey, you're done within like four minutes. Like, why is this uh. a mission? Why is this a mission? Why do I want to do this? But no one wants to play a mission for four minutes, and for no right. reason, we're just fighting robots. And you what's have, the what's the load in time for this four minute mission? Oh, I mean that depends upon if you have next gen or I guess two okay. so, gen or last so just gen. Just for comparison's sake, you're on a PS4. What's the I don't load remember? In? Is it, it is it a long about, time? Uh, is it annoying? About a minute. Okay. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not noticeably bad, mostly because I'm also chatting with the dude, you know, my buddy who I was That's playing fair. with. Yeah, we were chatting. So that, I mean, if you're playing sync by yourself and just with randoms or just with a, your AI going into the mission, then, then you're just like, a, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of those missions, I don't, and then they also, we got to another mission that had multiple parts to it. And I'm like, what, what, what is this? But also what, why can't this game? 
have the release schedule that Dead by Daylight has. Dead by Daylight has a new char- new characters every three months. Is that about right? You know why it doesn't? Because they banked on the fact it was an Avengers game. Yeah. And all the Which MCU hype. Which to all to make, characters. To make, to make a, what is it, the best value brand Avengers or whatever. Because... They're Walmart brand looking Avengers. Yeah, exactly. Steve, Ro- mm-hmm. uh, Steve Rogers and Tony, they look like Walmart versions of themselves. Right. So, honestly, I don't know. I think that had they gotten the interest they thought the game would have, then we might see a very different state of things. At this point in time, they're just throwing money away after bad money, basically. For like, I, I yeah. got the analogy wrong there. But at this point in time, do we really see this game turning around and becoming one of the popular games that's out there? Like, they got yeah. a surge when it went on Game Pass. They got a surge when they had that big price drop. But has that surge lasted? Like, if you go, It's on never going to No Man's Sky. This game never will. Now I'm curious. Yeah. I'm going to go on Twitch and see what the count right. is. Okay, why are you doing that? Yeah, I will say they have, they did say they are going to release She-Hulk, or that might have been leaked. I don't know if they actually announced it. She-Hulk, uh, Captain Marvel, and Winter Soldier. I mean, I mean, Winter Soldier is kind of, I mean, it's going to be like, it's, I mean, he's probably going to be playing like Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk, I hope that's a whole, I, I, mean, I don't see that how that could be an echo fighter of Hulk, because, you know, slenderer, faster. You would I don't think. either. So, for comparison's sake here, because it's the metric we've used before. Now, granted, we're recording at 5.30 on a Thursday, but it means people are starting to get off work, things like that. There's 168 people viewing the Avengers being played on Twitch oh, right viewing now. viewing it? How viewing. many people are playing it? Viewing. There's 168 viewers. There's... I don't have a great that, way to that show could be 10 counts. people playing it. Yeah, those, those are... I mean, those aren't quite Anthem numbers, but those are close. The biggest stream playing the Avengers has 47 viewers. The second biggest stream Two has... Wait, thirds. wait, wait. The second no, no, biggest stream has nine. And I'm not saying this to shit on the streamers. I'm saying this yeah. because that shows the interest in the game. Especially when yeah. we just had a character drop that people are probably interested in seeing how that's used and things like that. An and your, your most popular... Sh- your most populous live channel right now has 47 viewers. The game's DOA guys is yeah. nobody cares. That's why I'm shocked. They keep putting more stuff after it. Like they've done everything they thought they could to try and resurrect interest. They made it cheap. They put it on game pass. They've been putting out all sorts of cool DLC and things like that and hyping the DLC. Nobody cares because once you get past the campaign, the gameplay is boring and repetitive. It just turns into, I've got to grind more to do stuff. And then when they put their updates out, the first round of updates or whatever, didn't they make it harder to progress versus making it easier? Yep. Yeah. And by comparison, there's 31,000 people watching Dead by Daylight right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and that's a very the... niche horror game. So here's like, they had access to so many characters. You still only fight three villains after the main story. You have Taskmaster, Abomination, and they just uh, and they also put in their uh, uh, Maestro, Maestro, the Maestro, yeah, which is just Hulk, like Hulk with a beard. And they haven't added anyone new. Like, what are you doing? Put more <laughs> villains in. That's why I liked uh, uh, Ultimate Alliance one and two. They put in like some people I never even fucking heard of. For, uh, and I played this game for first time. I was like, oh, who's this? Who's Fing Fang Foom? And X Men Legends oh, put shit. all sorts of stuff into. For comparison's yeah. sake, Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, two hundred and one live viewers right now. <laughs> and 
The top channel is 15. The second is, excuse me, the top is 18 and the second highest is 15. So there's actually some spread there. And this is a game that mm. I don't imagine is as fun to view as a Twitch, Twitch viewer because oh, yeah. it's a single well, it's player a, story that yeah. once it's done, it's done. And it's a single player story that has been out for almost two years now. Well, I mean, how long has the Avengers game been out for? I don't honestly remember. Is it two years? Yeah, I mean, I think Miles came out right well, after this it. So, fall, it'll be two I mean, years. Miles has been out for a while. I mean, I finished Miles before I finished Ghost of Tsushima, and that was a bit ago. So, so it'll be two years in August. The initial release date <laughs> yeah, for Marvel's Avengers was August 2020. So we're so, almost there. Here's the big problem. Here's the characters they released since post-release. Kate Bishop. Hawkeye. Oh, and ec- they're echoes of each other. They're both archers. Yeah, like I the want same them both. Character. Yes. Right. I want them both, but not back to back releases. Then they had Black Panther. Then if you have PlayStation, Spider Man, and if you didn't have a PlayStation, you had to wait a year till fucking Jane Foster comes out. You had to wait <laughs> a fucking year for to that. Get, uh, a Thor Echo. And also on top of that. Sure, Black Panther also got the Wakanda whole storyline, uh, missions and everything. There is nothing new with storyline since a year. How are you a games as a Yikes. service without the fucking service? Because it's dead, <laughs> and they realize it. Let's be honest, I have no inside sources, anything like that. What do you want to bet they've cannibalized that team, and it's a skeleton crew that's continuing to develop things out, and they've moved those other folks onto other stuff that they think could be profitable? And didn't Square Enix just sell sell off the Crystal Dynamics Crystal, division? I think or something? I just—I was about to mention. I yeah. think I just heard that while uh, my buddy was saying something about it. I was—I didn't know much about it, didn't look it up yet. But yeah, I was like, "Are you serious?" So there's a new company working on it, or whatever. I'm not sure, and hopefully they can do something. They need to start like. Why is Vision not in this game? Why is Wanda not in this fucking game? Why is anyone... Why is Doctor Strange? Get some magic use. Someone who uses fucking energy beams or something. So Get these fucking people. He, here's something they should have looked at when they're developing this game. What's the timeline of movies in the MCU? If they want to be the great value brand Avengers, they should yeah. be trying to oh, put yes. out similar story content to the movies that's coming out. Be like, oh, kind of with Jane. People are going to want to see Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange has a movie coming out. People are going to want to yeah. see Wanda because she's got a series on Disney Plus coming out. That's Doctor how Strange you sh- showed up in Fortnite when the new movie was coming right. out. That's how there you should have. No excuse for not having these people in here. Look at Deb. Look once again, Dead by Daylight. Every was it three or four months? I can't remember which, but it's one of those two. Every three or four months, at least two yeah. to three new characters. Every Basically quarterly, they do a time. DLC. And and I'll... look, and Dead by Daylight behavior. Their fucking studio has a fraction of the people probably that Crystal Dynamics had. A fraction. What the fuck are you working on? What are you doing? Oh, I know. This and the worst fucking part, the worst, the fucking costumes. Yes, yeah, some are good, some are based the on the cost comics. to unlock some of them is insane. But not only that, oh, some of them are just uh, recolors. Yeah. Why are there any fucking recolors at all? Why can't I just go in and change the colors to what I want anyway? Money. Yeah. I know, but fuck your fucking recolors. You have so many costumes are in the comics. Just go pull from the comics. Why is that so fucking hard? How do you make a comic book game and miss? Don't even look at the fucking comics. Yeah, eighty years worth of you know costume prep for them already done, already drawn, and they just ignore it. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. They do have some. They do have a uh, you know a handful of them. 
that are in there, but not the not what they should have. At some point in time, I'll finish the single player campaign. Single player fun. Yeah, I highly recommend. I'm just not in any rush because I got bored with that because. Yeah, I don't know. It just yeah. it wasn't scratching that itch for me. I wanted a oh, game yes, like right. old school Marvel Ultimate Alliance X-Men Legends kind of thing. And that's not what this was. This is you pick one player, you play as that player through it. You're not swapping between them. And yeah. it play felt the like single player, a button masher. Play the single player, not for the gameplay, but for the story. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Or I could just watch it on YouTube at this point in time. Yeah, actually, yeah. Captured Fuck this game. Fuck this game. Go do what he said. <laughs> Go do what he said. He's right. He's fucking 100% right. Let me pat you on the head there, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, There's Willie. Man. There you yeah, go. Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> God damn. How do you fuck up this hard? Look, And you know what the worst thing about it is? Square Enix put out another Marvel game. It's uh, better. Spoilers for what I'm into. I've been playing the fuck out of Guardians of the Galaxy so much goddamn better. And here's the kicker. Out the ass. We'll never get a sequel to it because it didn't make enough money. Oh my yeah. God. I, I don't want to know how it ends. Oh, I haven't, and played I haven't, I haven't finished much. it either, but if you're an Xbox gamer, that is also on game pass right now. Yeah. Nice. It's also on the PlayStation uh, mid tier. Uh, awesome. Too. And yeah, that's, I mean, I have the disc. That's the only way I'm playing is because it's on there. That's right. I forgot about that. That's a good <laughs> thing if it gets more people into it, but I'm not sure how they convert someone getting it through one of those subscription services to paying for content in game. Because I think yeah. they see the amount of people that download and play it. I'm sure they have, uh, uh was the analytics of yeah, how many metric. people. Oh, I know they have it. that. On and both sides. so they can figure that out. Like, is there, if we do make a sequel, would people be interested? How many people played it? Even if it, cause they get paid for them to put it on that service. Right. Like game pass though. They, they, the company gets the money for it. Right. It's, it's just a gamble. Like, would it be more or less if we would have got it if we just didn't go in the service? It's like a give or take. You're not Fuck wrong. Yeah, Fuck I don't disagree game. with you, Willie. <laughs> I feel the worst I feel about is for the uh, combat design. The combat's fun, but it's combat repetitive as shit. I'll give you that. I mean, they could have been better, but it's still it's not bad. It, that is not one of the bad things of this game. Yeah, uh, it does except look. Except for one thing about Jane Foster, her heavy attacks. It seems like I'm not 100%. It just looks like it's just a copy of, of Captain America's fucking uh, tr- uh, their heavy attack combo. It looks the same. And they did put a sizable free update out for next-gen systems, too. And it looks nice. It looks good. It- well, Willie, from some <laughs> side... <laughs> for those right. on audio, he's masturbating furiously. <laughs> furiously. With a death grip. What I was trying to say, though, is that some games either just put out like a, a cursory next gen upgrade that really didn't do much and others put a lot of effort into it and others may have charged for it. And this was a free upgrade that it is noticeably different. Like I played it without the upgrade. Then I installed the upgrade through smart delivery and it was noticeably different looking, looked better. And you had the option there to play with either a quality mode or graphics mode, which was kind of cool, too. So quality would be. It would dynamically scale, but still stay at like 60 frames per second. And graphics was, it was locked at 4K and would stay at 30 frames per second. So depending on how you wanted to play, it was pretty cool. And I liked seeing that. And I liked the fact that it was free. They did the right thing there. Who cares, though? It's still the same game. With the same marketplace. With the same fucking release schedule. Jesus Christ. 
That being said, we need to give Willie a couple of minutes there to recover from discussing this. And we need to wrap things up here in about 10 minutes or so. Because I've got to move on and take care of some other stuff. Because it's getting time for me to make uh, actually, dinner. Actually, one last little bit. Yeah. Fuck right. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and fuck Marvel's Avengers. Done. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. But don't fuck Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a great game. Go play it yourself. What or we're going to do now, though. Sex to it. What we're going to do now, though, is we're going to wrap things up. And if you have not seen this show before, we do a segment to wrap things up. It's called What I'm Into. It's where we share the geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into. So that you might want to go check them out yourselves and i'm gonna kick things off because why not i'm the first person up um let's see i am behind on star trek strange new worlds i'll get caught up on it at some point caught up on the orville i'm really enjoying this new season of the orville on hulu i am caught up on the boys i think it's delightful finished obi-wan kenobi i enjoyed the end of obi-wan kenobi and i enjoyed that battle that we got we didn't even talk about in this episode we'll have to touch on it next episode people crying about obi-wan kenobi not being good I mean, you can have your opinion. I thought it was a perfectly fine television show. Not be oh, the show not being good. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant like he's being evil. I was like, what? Yeah. Well, and I also enjoyed the well. Why did he let Darth Vader go? I was like, because Episode Four happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go. No, 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 no. no. Fuck everything. To. Let's make a paradox. Let's just make a yeah. fucking paradox, everybody. It was a delight to see Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen return to those characters, and I enjoyed it. And Whoever did the sound design for that final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi did a fantastic job, and we can touch on it on future episodes. What I did also finally do this week, and Willie might get me give me a nice attaboy here, I beat Jedi Fallen Order. I hadn't played it for a long time. I'd let it sit on pause, and last week I picked it up again, and I beat it last night, actually. Uh, by, at about 10 o'clock, I finished it up. I was like, man, this was really good. And I'm really excited for the Jedi Survivor game when that comes out in 2023. Oh, you now. actually finished a game. I don't I, I don't play a lot of video games at a time. You start a bunch. Yeah, but you don't here's my them. thing. I start them, then I get distracted. <laughs> and and then, I, you laugh. then I get I back say, in. Yeah, as someone that took two years to, to play Ghost of Shushima, I can't say nothing. Yeah. It's more I start one, then other things get in the way, and then it's, well, I can play a video game, or I can do the other things I need to do. So I've had time right now where I can play games, and I've enjoyed it. Like like I said, though, I've turned into a casual gamer. Loved it, though. Had a bunch of fun playing it. And uh, what's the other thing I played? It was on Game Pass. Uh, uh, Plague I have a question and about uh, sorry, Jedi, uh, yeah. Fallen Order. How'd you like that last sequence of, like, I gotta escape, because this is an immortal being coming for me? I thought it was a lot of fun. And I was like, oh my... And, when oh, I had wait. to fight the last character, it, it's Vader. Game's been out for three years at this point in time. Yeah. Who gives yeah, a fuck shit? You. I had just beat the second sister, and I, my health bar was so low that if anything <laughs> else hit me, I was going to die. And I was like, how the shit am I going to beat Darth Vader? And then I realized, oh, I'm just running away from Darth Vader. Oh, okay. you don't? That's the, that yeah. was, let's go yeah, back to the principal me. You, that's run. the neat thing. You don't. Yep. Well, you run, yeah. and hopefully you they handle if, that really well. If you played game. the Force Unleashed games, it's kind of the complete opposite. You go toe-to-toe with Vader and you kind of kick his ass. So I wasn't sure if this was going to be a Force Unleashed kind of feeling or if it was going to be more scaled towards Darth Vader's proper powers, which is he's GD scary and there's really only two people that can beat him, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker. And, and after funny, there, There's still nothing better than the line in one of the Charles Soule comics on Vader down. Yeah. When all the rebels are surrounded with guns, and they say, "Put your weapon down," you're surrounded. And he, Vader just responds with, "All I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men." That's Vader. <laughs> it's fantastic. The man is a badass. <laughs> I am surrounded by nothing but fear and dead men. 
that's the best I can do for James Earl Jones. It's actually not bad. Better than I can do. I could be a voice actor, I think. I don't know. Oh, I think you hurt Chris's brain, uh, though. I, I don't know what else I've been getting into. Bachman, what you been getting into? <laughs> Plague something? Uh, Plague something. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we've been watching The Wilds on Amazon. Been enjoying that. Kind of uh, another version of like Yellow Jackets is the Showtime show. Or it's a like Yellow Jackets, like a crash volleyball team. Um, the Wilds is uh, teenagers kind of like stranded on an island as like a team building exercise. Really weird show. Been enjoying that. But, uh, we're on the second season of that. I'm all caught up on the boys. We finished Obi Wan. I've been enjoying the hell out of Miss Marvel. It's it's weird because like it's one of those things where like I was you know I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. I was stoked when he came up with Yoga Hosers. He you know properly provided like you know not provided but like uh, put that movie out and said hey this is a you know a movie for like teenage girls like that's what it was for. His daughter stars in it. Rose Depp starred in it with her. Like it was a it was like him trying to do like a John Hughes film. It's like, this is a movie starring teenage girls. It's for teenage girls. I watched it once. I was like, hey, that movie's great. Not for me. You know, I'll probably never rewatch it, but like, I don't hate it. It just wasn't for me. Like, But it was still a good movie. Miss Marvel's kind of the same thing where they're aiming at like a teenage audience. It's a teenage girl superhero. And I really like it. Like, it's a super fun show. It's one of the most like, like colorful, fun, enjoyable things that Marvel's done where, I mean, with, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, they were dealing with a lot of really tough issues, and even in Miss Marvel, they're dealing with, um, what do they call it, the Reformation or something that happened in Pakistan? I can't remember what it's called, the Partition? But yeah, like they're dealing with some serious stuff in there with like her family's history. And yeah, it's a super fun, super cheery, super enjoyable show with a great soundtrack, super colorful, and it's just a blast. I'm enjoying the hell out of that show, where Obi-Wan's been great, but like a whole lot of it's really dark and it's really gritty, but it was still, you know, enjoyable, just on a very different spectrum. Yeah, I'm digging the hell out of Miss Marvel. I'm loving that that's still going. Um, yeah, yeah wild. And then uh, last night, I uh, took a friend out. Uh, me and Jenna took uh, our, my friend Valin out for her birthday to go see Top Gun Maverick. Solid film. I don't know why people are losing their minds and acting like they want to go see it five times in the theaters. Yeah, like, it's good. Movie. Yeah, I don't get it's it. It's good. But it's, yeah, it's, it's you know... There's no politics in it because the vague bad guys are, you know, enriching uranium in a country that's never mentioned. And so you don't know who the bad guys are that they're shooting at and bombing. It's if you're a fan of Top Gun, it's the exact sequel that you wanted. So you can see, like, I made, you know, the comparison to, like, uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. You know, for 20, 30 years, people have been bringing Top Cruise, you know, sequels to Top Gun, trying to get them to do one. And this was finally the one that worked. And like when you see this, when you watch the movie, you can read that script and you can tell, okay, I see why he greenlit this, wanted to go with it. It's solid. Like it's a very solid, all the story points, all the choices made along the way make sense for the character of Pete Mitchell going forward. But I mean, you know, congratulations to Tom Cruise for making it into the billion dollar club for the first time ever in his, in his movie history, which seems insane that he had never done that before. But yeah, it's just, it's a solid like seven out of 10. Like it's not perfect. I've never it seen had, Top Gun. Wow. What? Oh, you're going to give him shit about Fifth Element? You've never seen Top Gun. I don't give a fuck about war Holy movies. Holy shit. It's not a war movie. Well, it is a Navy fighter pilot poster I mean, turned it into is a two kind hour of film. propaganda and recruiting. I've never seen The Godfather either because I don't give a fuck about mafia movies. Oh, there's, there are huge holes missing in your knowledge that are just sad. I mean, it, I care more about stories than anything. They give the genre shit about of the story is. 
war give Chris movie or, shit because yeah, he don't know about Super Green. A military movie. How about that? There, it's a military movie. I don't give yeah. a fuck about military movies. How and it's that? one of the coolest movies ever made. Top I, Gun's awesome. Well, you want me to go jerk off to the fucking volleyball scene? Well, that's what you. That, that's your kink. Go for it. We ain't gonna kink shame. I mean, give Val Kilmer back out you. there <laughs> now. No yeah. offense, Val Kilmer. I still have respect for you. But yeah. Other than that, yeah, playing some DVD and then, yeah, just getting used to my new job and rearranging my office again for like the fourth time. I'm so sick of moving this desk. Do uh, it again. No. Hopefully I never have to do it again, though. It is weird I'll having a monitor up again. there now. Having my big monitor here in front of me and another one up there. I'm going to need to get a stand for my webcam because it's just it's at that weird kind of like curved angle because my monitor's curved now. But yeah, other than that, just, yeah, mainly playing DVD and just trying to get used to my new job, my new schedule, because it's weird, man. It's weird having, like, this is my Sunday now. That and is it's strange. Thursday? I don't even know what freaking day it is. Like, I'm confused. But yeah, that's what I've been getting into. Willie, finish things up for us. What you been getting into? All right, I'll be quick. I'll, uh, what I've been getting into is Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm on Chapter 10. Just started. I actually had to stop it because podcast i was enjoying my time with it but no we gotta fuck. i'm just fucking with you i'm mm-hmm. oh, sorry but buddy. yeah i'm getting through i think there's only 12 chapters so i'm getting through it and it's, it's fucking enjoyable highly recommended do square enix do more of that less bullshit like i could have made i have ideas for a much better avengers game like keep the whole like behind the shoulder multiplayer you keep that just have it the missions be fun not just like, oh, go through this room, go to the next room, you beat everybody, hey, you're done in four minutes. Not Don't rehash the rehash the rehash. And have us not fight just fucking robots. Like, yeah, you have some aim agents in there, but in some shit, be like, there's a plethora, a plethora of bad guys that you could do and player and playable characters you could put in. Just do that. You made yourself a game as a service, do that. But anyway. Uh, what I haven't been doing is watching Miss Marvel be, and, and the boys. Well, I, I watched the first three episodes of the boys, but I'm waiting because I'm going to binge. I'm going to wait till they're all fucking out and binge them because fuck you. Fuck this weekly oh, bullshit. You're missing out. I, I don't give up. I, I won't miss out. I won't. Miss, I'll be there on the last episode and I'll be able to call it up already and just be able to end it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they yeah, they started the uh, the binging model and they for some reason they just said, nah, we don't want to do that no more. <laughs> We don't want to do that no more. Fuck out of here. Um, what else? Uh, did I did finish up Obi Wan? It was. Yeah, I mean, I'm not much of a Star Wars guy, but it was entertaining. Um, uh, oh, oh. Uh, I think I by by this t- last time I did play through the quarry, uh, but I'm also uh, watching some friends mm. play it. I have at least two other people that I'm watching their choices and stuff. The quarry is so much fun. I can't remember when the multiplayer part comes out. It's sometime in the next week or two, I want to say. Definitely, before they said it was within a month. And also, the 80s ca- uh, costume packs coming out where they put all the nice. all the characters in 80s costumes because it is a fuck it is a you know it's a, a love story to the 80s slasher films, just like Until Dawn was. Nice. nice. I haven't done the the beta myself yet or the demo. I watched Jana play through it though. Like it's. It's really well don't, built. Don't do the demo. Just wait till you get the game, man. You know you're gonna get it. Don't, 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 don't yeah, kid it yourself. May, it may not be like four years till I get that game. Uh, of the of my list of nine games, I'm gonna go through. I'm still on the first one. So yeah, yeah. Jeff, the cameraman, <laughs> is looking down at you like, "What the fuck are you doing with your life, bud?" Well, Jeff can kiss my ass. Hey, you don't say that about Jeff. Jeff's you a can't goddamn stop me. saint. You can't I'm stop me. Fucking saint. 
Uh, you know what? Let's just end it there. And hey, remember, stay to the after sh- after show thing and hear that dark, dark joke. Uh oh, too spicy for live. Oh dear. Well, on that note, we are going to shut things down. Friendly reminder: we are going to continue streaming live. Stay tuned to our Twitter accounts and whatnot for the next scheduled episode. You'll be able to find it over at www.geeks.live. And if you're watching over at geeks.live, you can scroll down to the bottom of the page right now and you'll see a calendar of all of the upcoming live shows available on the Gonna Geek Network. That being said, though, we are ready to shut this thing down. You guys have any final thoughts for the people? <sighs> man, it's getting a little too dark outside, man. It's a little good too late, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, Negan said, shut this shit down. Shut that shit down. On that note, then, we're shutting things down, and we will see you all next week for the next installment of our horse shit shenanigans. Bye, guys. Can you milk me? Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek Radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.